This is 3 News Daily. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to 3 News Daily on your Monday, December 11th. I'm Stephanie Haney. Thanks for being here with us in Northeast Ohio. On this Victory Monday, incredible news for Cleveland as the Browns defeated the Jaguars at home and they have now eight wins and five losses on the season. And this was a win that they needed after two straight losses on the road. That final score of 31 to 27. And with this win, Joe Flacco was named starting quarterback for the rest of the season. Now today, head coach Kevin Stefanski said not to pay attention to the fact that he's still signed to the practice squad, that Flacco is their guy. He's the veteran they need to take this team to the playoffs. And what a game for kicker Dustin Hopkins, who broke the previous record held by Phil Dawson for the most field goals kicked in a season. And Hopkins is now 8-for-8 eight eight on field goals from more than 50 yards out, which was crucial to this Browns win yesterday. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. The Jaguars got dusted. Now, here's some news to pay attention to. The Browns starting offensive tackle, Dewan Jones is out for the season with a knee injury that requires surgery. So the Browns will now have to work around that as they look now to take on the Chicago Bears at home again. That's next Sunday at 1 p.m. as they continue the road, hopefully, to the playoffs. All right, now here's a story that we've been following since this weekend that was very concerning for a lot of people. The police and the FBI, though, have deemed bomb threats sent to several Ohio school districts over the weekend to be not credible. Schools in Parma, Akron, North Olmsted, and Twinsburg are among those that received the threatening emails, as did dozens of districts statewide. The districts affected say there will be extra security sweeps, but schools will still be open today. Our Danielle Wiggins is on this story and we'll have more details for us coming up on 3 News at 4. Now today, the trial for two former East Cleveland officers begins. DeMarco Johnson and Vaughn Harris are both accused of accepting bribes in exchange for falsifying police records. Those allegations date back to the summer of 2018, and each of them are charged with three counts of bribery, eight counts of forgery, and two counts of fraud, plus other charges. They have both already permanently forfeited their Ohio Peace Officer Training Academy certifications. Now, later this week, the Cleveland Police Department is holding a three-day hiring event. This Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, candidates will be able to complete their agility and medical tests and background checks all in one day and could receive a preconditional job offer. The city previously announced it increased the maximum age for new cadets so people can now apply up until the age of 55. The department is also offering signing bonuses and pay incentives for new recruits. Now, in Shaker Heights, a police officer who's leaving that police department is fighting to keep his canine partner, even offering the city $10,000 for the six-and-a-half-year-old German shepherd, Igor. But the city says no amount of money would be enough to let him adopt Igor as his pet. Our crime and justice correspondent, Lydia Aspara, has more. Almost immediately, there was a connection between Igor and his handler, Chad Hagen. They've been together since he was one year old. And there is the saying, a dog picks its owner. Well, this is certainly that case, says Hagen's wife, Danielle. Igor has only listened to Chad his entire life. You know, that's his only known handler. Both the dog and his handler have been working for the Shaker Heights Police Department. But Hagen is moving on to another cop shop. And he would like to take the German Shepherd with him as his pet and keep Igor alongside their other dog, Otto. His um, request to purchase Igor was denied. He offered $10,000 and was told that no financial amount will be considered. 
Under Shaker Heights city laws, the city administration has no authority to sell the dog. A city police officer who leaves the city's canine unit while the police dog assigned to the officer is still fit for duty forfeits the right to purchase the animal under this section. They say that he still has workability and, you know, I understand, but at six and a half, what does he have, maybe a year, a year and a half? Max would be probably two years. The chief of police offered Hagen the option to stay two more years, but Hagen declined. Hagen also says there is staff willing to train a new dog for free if Igor is allowed to leave. Instead, Igor was surrendered to this boarding kennel on November 29th. Since the story first broke, Igor's plight has exploded on social media. On Facebook, there is a Bring Canine Igor Home. On the city's Facebook page, comment after comment in favor of the German pooch. Then there is also a GoFundMe page, none of which Hagen has any part of. She so appreciates the support for her husband, but in the end, it's about the connection between Chad and Igor. She says the longer they are apart, Igor's loving spirit is breaking, which will make it hard for another trainer to handle. I'm sure he's suffering not being with Chad. Yeah, absolutely. The Igor and Chad are best friends. They do everything together. They are together 24-7. You know, he's with his dog more than he is with me or his daughter. So the question everyone has is what's to become of Igor? He remains here at the kennel in Parma for nearly two weeks. In Parma, Lydia Aspara, 3 News. Thank you, Lydia. Now, in sports and entertainment news, the WWE will be back in Cleveland tonight for Monday Night Raw, and a Cleveland native will be participating. Lakewood's Johnny Gargano is a WWE superstar, and here's how he says his roots help him win. I still have that, like, Cleveland underdog mentality. I still have that, like, uh, I haven't made it yet. I got to keep fighting. I got to keep scratching. I got to keep clawing. Uh, but, you know, being from Cleveland, Ohio is something I am incredibly proud of. Uh, I rep it every single day. I rep it every single time I'm out there. And I really do feel like there are a lot of us uh, in the WWE, a lot of us Ohioans, a lot of us Clevelanders. But I feel like there's one guy from Cleveland, Ohio. It's me. I am the Cleveland, Ohio WWE guy. I will say I rep it and I'm proud. Uh, I still live there. So <laughs> I'm still that guy. The local, the local guy. You can see Gargano and the rest of the Monday Night Raw crew tonight at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. That starts at 7.30 p.m. and there are tickets still available. All right, now we are officially two weeks away from Christmas. And yesterday, volunteers helped to bring holiday cheer to kids being treated for cancer and other childhood illnesses. The Littlest Heroes Pediatric Cancer Foundation held its annual Adopt a Family event with Santa as the special guest. This was at South Park Mall in Strongsville, and more than 100 young cancer warriors from the Cleveland Clinic, Rainbow Babies and Children's, and Akron Children's Hospital were able to spend time with Santa, while his volunteer elves helped to load up the family's cars with lots of presents. Happy to see that happening for those families who need it very much. And speaking of the holiday season, you know, finding the perfect Christmas tree can be a real process. Well, researchers in North Carolina are looking at a way to grow that perfect tree every time. So today we tell you what we know now about genetically modified trees. NC State researchers are using genetics to make Christmas trees that look pretty, don't lose needles and grow faster. Let's connect the dots. 
Using genetics, researchers identified the top 25 out of 3,000 Fraser firs. They then bred these elite trees. The seeds now being planted across the state. These elite Fraser firs have a straighter stem. This means their branches grow slightly upward to form a symmetrical shape with a point top, basically growing as the perfect looking tree for us. These trees also only lose about one to 2% of their needles, even when they're in your house. And it's good news for farmers too. The genetically modified trees are ready to harvest nearly a year earlier than traditional Fraser firs, meaning they can make it into your living room even sooner. And that is Connecting the Dots. That is a very interesting concept. I was just talking about that this weekend as we were putting up our Christmas tree, you know, why some trees grow more full and why some don't. And that, not losing the needles, very appealing. Be interested to see where that goes. All right, thank you very much for being with us for today's edition of 3 News Daily. Wherever you are watching or listening, we appreciate you. Have a beautiful Monday, a beautiful Victory Monday, and we'll see you back here tomorrow with more of your top stories from around Northeast Ohio.